Riddle me this. You're in a room. Metal walls, metal floor, metal ceiling. The only thing you have is a saw and a wooden table. How do you escape? Yo, how's it going everyone? Welcome to Unbuckled Comics, where we read and review comics just for you. I'm your host, Unbuckled Cape, and today we're looking at Batman One Bad Day, Riddler, and Joker. Oh, oh, I almost said Joker because I've been reading Joker. We're checking out Riddler and Two-Face. There is not a Batman One Bad Day, Joker. Ooh, hmm. This is my first time with this new opening where I have it written out and I want to keep it consistent and I already messed it up and now I'm rambling in the middle of it, but that's okay. You know, uh, I'm not editing it. I don't want to. I don't like editing. Before we get started on Riddler and Two-Face, I'd just like to let you know there is a Facebook and Instagram page of the same title, Unbuckled Comics, where you can keep up with upcoming episodes add comments to those episodes, you know, maybe me spice up your feed with a couple of videos promoting said episodes, or even DM me. Additionally, I have a Discord that I'd love to have you in, and I'll send you a link. All you gotta do is ask. Now that that's all said and done, let's move on to our episode. Uh... Of course, before we actually get into me talking about it, I always like to start with any of our listener comments, you know, the ones I mentioned before. And I have one from Comic Book End. Comic Book End says, I'm still catching up on these when I have a chance to sit down. But I read the Riddler. Best Batman villain outside of the Joker. I think that's a spicy take, isn't it? I, 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 I... Don't care for the Riddler, Captain. Captain, Captain N, comic book N. Your name is different in so many places. Um. Yeah, I I don't agree. I I think that's gonna be a fun episode. Maybe someday we'll we'll rank the Batman villains. But actually, I think my favorite Batman villain is going to be the backside of this episode, uh, Two Face. Does that mean that I like? Batman One Bad Day Two-Face better than I like Batman One Bad Day Riddler? I don't know. Guess we'll have to just keep listening to find out. I did have another comment. I think it was meant to be a comment for the episode, but it was kind of placed in a different location. It was from Big Kid. Big Kid basically just said he's excited to listen to this, but he hasn't yet um, read any of them. And uh, I just got the Ra's al Ghul one today, the day I'm recording this, and I've only read the Two-Face and Riddler ones. I almost said Joker again. I, I got Joker on the brain because I just finished reading a Joker comic, so that that's that's my bad. Um, but I'm, I am looking forward to read the rest of them. I, from what I heard, they're all pretty good, pretty consistent with these two. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to ramble about them for a little bit longer, so I'm going to stop talking now and Play that lovely transition music, and away we go. 
So let's talk a little bit about uh, Batman One Bad Day. Going to be talking about Riddler and Two-Face. Uh, first, let me set the table for these, kind of explain what's going on with them. So these are one-shot comics, so like standalone stories. You don't need to know anything prior or after, um, other than like general knowledge of the characters, uh, at least for these two. I, don't, I haven't actually read the other ones yet, so we'll see what they're like when we get there. But... Um, these One Bad Day comics are other characters' versions of the killing joke. They're not connected to the killing joke. It's like as if... If we take the killing joke story and put Riddler in place of Two-Face, how would have that went type deal, you know what I mean? So really the only ties it has to the killing joke is the um, font for the... Uh, title on the cover of the comic is the same font used in the killing joke and then the concept of one bad day like uh one really bad day could turn the goodest a good person into someone as crazy as the joker um so that's kind of like what's going on with these uh there really isn't a whole lot of connection between one and the other and like with the killing joke we kind of got joker's origin with Riddler, we get a little bit of origin, but with Two-Face, we get a little bit of something else. Um, so, yeah. So, for the the Riddler, we're going to look at his creative team, starting with Tom King. He is the writer. Uh, he's done Batman, Miracle Man, uh, Sheriff of Babylon. Batman Elmer Fudd special. I didn't know there was a Batman Elmer Fudd comic. I do now, and uh, without reading it, it, it really should be on my what am I doing uh, tier for me. I, I should, what am I doing? I should be out looking for that comic to read it. Batman and Elmer Fudd. They can't get along, can they? Elmer Fudd uses a gun. Is Batman hunting Elmer Fudd down, or is Elmer Fudd going, shh, be very, very quiet. I'm hunting bats. Uh, I don't know. So then we have uh, Mitch Grads, Greeds, I don't know. Uh, he's the artist, worked on The Punisher, Starborn, Doom Patrol, Doctor Who series, and Danger Street, which is a, a recent comic that came out that I would love to read at some point. So... The art style in this is actually really cool, and I want to spend some time talking about this. It's It has this unique shading where everything is, like, either the shade of green or the shade of, like, orangey antique, I guess, is the way you would put it, right? And we talked about this before. It's a way to show past and present. Past, past and present. So, um, I love that. But more than than that, using that shading without having defined colors and lines and things like that, it's a way to make the book feel creepy, but without it feeling like purposefully dark. And in so many books like this, we just get the dark, right? So this is a way to have it color, make it pop, make it stand out, and make it feel very, very e ear eerie. Blah. I'm tongue-tied. This is my, my second recording of the night. 
I I'm all, I've, I recorded like almost an hour worth of shows already, so I'm starting to wear down. Uh, but this this art works, and it works very well pretty much because of that. Now, I will say it does semi-border that Arkham, I think it's series, a serious house on serious Earth or whatever. The Arkham book that I absolutely despise, um, it does border on that, but I don't hate it. Ooh, excuse me. Um, the cover's okay. But if you flip it over, on the back there is a question mark cane. And for some reason, I love the way that looks. It's just a black backing. And then there's a question mark cane. I don't know. I think it looks sweet. So jumping right into the plot. Be advised, this is not recommended for the young. We get a crime to start off the comic, and it is just a heartless, senseless killing right in the middle of the street in front of God and everybody. And Riddler just walks over to the camera and like waits for the cops to come and arrest him. And we find out very, very, very early on because there's no riddle involved with this crime. He just off someone in the middle of the street. We find out that this is a very different Riddler mindset. And, you know, what's going on here? Riddler is in an interrogation room and he's talking to Commissioner Gordon and Gordon's like trying to, you know, beat it out of him. Like, at least give me a riddle so I can, you know, solve your stupid joke and move on with our lives, you know? And so here is another connection to the killing joke. Riddler reveals that he was kind of it, sort of maybe in a way behind the, the killing joke that uh joker called him and was like hey do you got any good tricks and riddler was like oh you know what i know where jim gordon lives and you know he helped basically he helped the joker plan the the killing joke oh boy you know just for just for uh some some giggles killing joke i'll say it again i feel like i've said that so much um while all this is going on, you know, we, we get flashbacks to Riddler's past and kind of like the origin that twisted his mind or, you know, his one bad day basically is, is what it is. And he has to endure horrible abuse from his father. He is a young boy in like the world's most pristine school, which his father is the headmaster of. And if he does not get 100% scores on his test. His father beats him with books. And the way it is detailed out in this, it it's it's hard. I don't want to say it's it's unsettling. I think that's the right word. I I know there's comics out there that are like really really over graphic and this isn't overly graphic, but it's it's they're depicting child abuse and like you're not seeing him necessarily get beaten just just know that it's it's mature content even though it's not overly graphic um and then you know it shifts back to the green so we're in the present and as i said before i i love when comics do that and actually a a, a peek behind the uh fortress of solitude peek inside the fortress of solitude a, a, a look in the bat cave if you will 
uh, I just got done recording our Court of Owls episode with E period. And we were talking about the the comic flip in, in that episode. And I said about how when comics use something like different shading to show time periods or like in, in Court of Owls, how you actually have to flip, you physically flip the comic to show that, you know, the physical abuse that's on Batman. Anytime comics do something like that to make them unique and stand out, I am all for it. I love it. And then, uh, you know, of course they picked red and green, green for the Riddler, but the green present, boy, does it ever make the red blood pop, which is another way to make the book seem more violent and gritty without actually making it dark. I think it was a great direction to go with because far too often we just get these dark comics and... I think at, at a point you kind of get uh, desensitized to that. So, and, and, you know, back to the plot itself, Riddler is way more violent than usual. And since this is a one shot in short, I'm not going to give you a ton of, of stuff on the plot, but he is just way more violent. He seems way more sadistic and evil. And, you know, his he has a very tragic backstory. And he, like, is finding ways to kill people even though he's in Arkham. I know that the whole idea isn't a shocker to anyone. That's just how things happen. But um, the manner in which he's doing it is brutal. And it's all just because he wants to talk to Batman. He just wants to talk to Batman. He just wants to have a little chit-chat. Finally, Gordon is able to convince Batman to go talk to him, and Riddler is telling Batman a bunch of stuff, and basically, without revealing it to you what it is, basically has a I'm invincible card, and this is what makes me invincible. And it actually is really well thought out. It's not what you think it is but it's well thought out and it stifles Batman for two months. Batman is just kind of letting Riddler run rampant. And we don't really know what Batman's doing on the side because, um, I mean, we do, we get a little bit of Batman, like trying to track down what's wrong with the Riddler and digging into his past and stuff. But those two months, like, we don't know if Batman's trying to come up with a plan. Like, there's not a lot of in-depth insight. This is more of a Riddler book than it is a Batman book. Uh, so, when Batman finally decides, hey, this is how I'm going to stop the Riddler, the end of this book, and, and this is not a, uh, not a spoiler, but the end of the book is a uh, unashamed nod to the killing joke. Hey, there's that two words again. Um, and that's basically it. We, we get a little bit of an origin for the Riddler and we get him basically for whatever reason, cause we don't know what made present day Riddler snap like this, but he just kind of snaps and goes off the rails and we don't really know why. Uh, let me flip my notes around here. 
I, I do really enjoy his backstory here. It, it's tough, but that's the point of these one bad day concepts. They're trying to make you, if not feel sympathy for the bad guys, they want you to know that they had one really, really bad day that turned them this way. And I think a lot of times Riddler is kind of looked as looked at as a joke. Um, maybe that's Jim Carrey's fault. I don't know. He he's just kind of you know he's the Riddler. He's got goofy little gimmicks and gags and what what does he call himself in the one episode? He's 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 the Prince of Conundrums or I you know it's 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 almost he's almost a campy villain. But boy, does this comic ever show you how the Riddler could very, very quickly become the most feared villain in Batman's rogue gallery. And I hope that becomes kind of the point of these one bad day books that it's like stories saying, I'm the most feared Batman villain. I'm the most, you know, like they're kind of have these pit these villains together to see, you know, who really is the most feared without Joker being involved in it. What I don't hope for is the way that this one ends, like that unashamed nod to the killing joke. And if you read the killing joke, you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, I just, I, I just hope they don't all end that way, but, uh, moving on. Let me again, reach out in front of me here and flip around uh hey how about how about another another little peek inside the bat cave here i actually like having the comic sit right in front of me sometimes i have them open so i can flip through and reference some things but like in this case i have them in their their plastic sleeve with the cardboard backing just right in front of me i just like having them sitting in front of me while i'm doing my episodes kind of gives me something to look at since you know i can't look at any of you but i digress so the creative team for uh, Batman One Bad Day, Two-Face, Mariko Tamaki, uh, this is an artist, writer, uh, Detective Comics, Tomb Raider, X-23, TMNT, IDW Collection, Spider-Man and Venom, Double Threat, which or Double Trouble, sorry, which I never heard of before, but I got to look into that. And then we have... Javier Fernandez. He is a artist, worked on Nightwing, King Spawn, Magneto, Scooby Doo, or sorry, Scooby Apocalypse, Star Wars Insider, Trials of X. Um, and then there is Jordi Belair, uh, just had creator, worked on Buffy, Detective Comics, Batman, Deadpool, Rocket in the Spirit, Daredevil. And Joe Fix It. So that is our creative team for the Two Face One Bad Day. Art for this one, it, it's more cartoonish and vibrant, and it, it feels much different just for that. Going into this, like when you start reading the Riddler one, you feel like it's creepy, it's very dark, it's going to be gritty. Just the art style alone to this has a completely different tone and feel. 
So before we get into the part, I'm, I'm sure I mentioned this before, but Two-Face is one of my favorite Batman villains for how personal things get between him and Batman. We, we get a, like, it's not just a villain that's running around, you know, on a crime spree and Batman got to catch him. Harvey Dent used to be Batman's friend. Like he was Batman's friend before Batman was Jim Gordon's friend. This is this is a friend that Batman feels that he let down. And the whole point of Batman is he's there to protect the people that need help when no one else is there to help him. And he didn't do that for one of his friends. So everything's personal and the lines are a little blurred with Two Face. And so I I like I like when they use him. <clears throat> So right off the bat in this book, we uh, we get a No Man's Land reference, which is cool. Uh, I always love when we get different references from, you know, this creative team did not work on, no, well, to my knowledge, they didn't work on No Man's Land, and it's not like the No Man's Land are credited to them, but I like when current Batman comics you know, take nods to other Batman or, or big events, you know, whatever, just little Easter eggs like that. They tickle my fancy. Here's a twist for you. Two-Face is now, once again, the current DA of Gotham. Two-Face, you know, the villain. For some reason, he got a second chance to be the DA of Gotham. They really don't tell us how, just how it is. But Two-Face gets a hold of Batman and, you know, is kind of asking for his help because a threat is put on his father. And we actually get a uh, an appearance of spoiler. So we get a little bit of the extended Bat family involved in this that isn't Robin. And we also get a, a Cassandra Kane, who is a Batgirl. We get her in it, which is really, really cool. And again, Cassandra Cain popped in in the No Man's Land, so, you know, maybe kind of another No Man's reference, but uh, really happy to see the use of Spoiler and Cain. And Spoiler, as, you know, Batman's kind of investigating the, the threat on Harvey Dent's father, Spoiler is challenging Batman on how he handles all ordeals dealt with Two-Face. And again, she's kind of making the point that I just made that Everything's personal, and he feels immense guilt for what happened to Two-Face. Um, and again, she would know about personal stuff because her dad is Clue Master, who is a DC bad guy. The whole book overall definitely feels a little more like a traditional Batman book rather than a Killing Joke or the Riddler Bad Day. And it does have you, like, while we're, like, going through this mystery of the uh, threat on Harvey Dent Sr.'s life, it is actually a pretty good guessing game for, like, two pages. Um, you know, I'll, I'll leave that up for you to read. The only thing that comes out of it is, like, maybe his dad was a little crooked, and that's, like, what prompted the... Um, the threat on him, but I don't think it is a spoiler to say that Batman is unable to save him. And like I've already said, this definitely feels less of a killing joke and more like a typical Two-Face story. Um, 
So, I don't know. I, comparing it to the, like, I guess I just said that I don't want all of the books to be the same, but I did want them to, like, be, hey, this is the most feared Batman villain. I thought it would be cool if this run did that, and um, this run is not doing that because it did not make a case for Two-Face to be the most feared Batman villain. Uh, talking about Two-Face as like his character in this, I can't really talk about it without spoiling any of the book because the whole book operates on one trait for Harvey. For Harvey, Harvey, Harvey. Harvey Dent. Um, and I can't even talk about that because that, that pretty much reveals a lot about the book itself. So um, I know these are kind of short and I'm not giving you a whole bunch, but these are fairly new books. So I don't want to ruin anything for you. So we'll just kind of go on with the conclusion for both of them. And look, I, I, I really did like both of them. Uh, I learned more about Two-Face because it's, or I, I'm sorry, I lean more towards the Two-Face one. I learned more about Riddler's past and stuff than what I did with Two-Face, but I, I, I lean a little more to like the Two-Face one, but I think that's just because it feels a little familiar. Uh, but the Riddler is very dark with a twist that had me hooked more, so I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I did like the Riddler one more. I think for me, the end of the Riddler one felt like a little bit... I don't know. I don't think gimmicky is the word, but like... Just that like blatant nod to the killing joke was just kind of like, oh, alright. I get it. So... And, you know, with that in mind, going back to the whole topic of a one bad day, for Two-Face's one bad day, I don't know if, like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe Two-Face's book is more of a double down, because we all know that he had one bad day that turned him into Two-Face. So instead of rewriting a book, rehashing that, maybe this is just a confirmation that that one bad day can really affect your whole life, whether you get a second, third, fourth chance, you know, or one chance. You, you get what I'm saying? Maybe I'm looking at the two Facebook wrong. Maybe it's a, instead of a, you know, hey, this is one bad day. Maybe it's a reaffirmation that that one bad day can really twist your life so, so terrible. Um, hmm. Interesting. In the concept of One Bad Day, I'm still going to say the Riddler story is better. But now that I'm thinking of it like the way I just described it to you, I'm definitely going to say that I like the Toothface story more. So, yeah. But, you know, they're, they're both good. And I have more of them sitting on my shelves. And I am definitely excited to read them. So... If I'm excited to read them, that begs the question, hey, Unbuckled Cape, where would you put this on your, your list ranking list? And remember, just a refresher, it's what are you doing? As in like, what are you doing? Don't, don't listen to me. Go read this. Now. Or it's past, like, 
you know, don't don't bother reading it. You don't need to read it. Or it's get on it, as in it needs to be in the next five comics that you read needs to be this one. Or oh, I went out of order on purpose to try and make it new, and now I forgot my last one. Pick it up. Last one's pick it up. Uh, pick it up and read it eventually. Uh, hopefully, I'm not going to just couple all of these into one category, but I do believe these two are neck and neck. Uh, just spent a couple of minutes talking about how neck and neck they are. I'm going to throw both of them in the get on it category. I, I think they are very good uh, Batman, well, Batman villain stories. They are very good Batman villain stories. They are definitely worth the read. And I hope the rest keep trending in this direction. I, I I hope they go back to like voling for who's the most feared Batman villain. That's what I want. Those are the stories I really want. But regardless, uh, the, the Tooth Face story, even though it didn't do that, was a really good book. So that's going to be all I have for this one. Um, thank you guys for stopping in having a lot of fun doing this i'm gonna keep plugging away here and this is unbuckle cape asking you specifically about riddler and toothface one bad day or i guess the correct way would it say batman one bad day riddler and toothface and I'm, I'm just I'm, i just want you to know get on it all right well we'll see you next time around peace